another week. It is another day. This time today, I'm actually, uh, we're doing things a little bit different, everybody. I'm coming in remote. I'm not even here. There's Jordan. There's Jordan. Jordan popped up for a second there. (laughs) Easter egg. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of the X1 Bros. This is podcast number 363. As always, I am joined by the bros, the X1 Bros. First and foremost, it's Mr. McSpicy. Oh, there's David. Then Let there's... me review you real quick. There we go. There we go. <laughs> then there's Jordan the Man. Uh, He's here in the hello. house. And last but not least, I am X1. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. Uh, we did have an issue, everybody, this last week on, on Apple side of things. For those of you who listen on Apple Podcasts, uh, they just didn't propagate. It propagated to about half of our listeners. The other half, it never propagated. So uh, we were up on Spotify. We were everywhere else. And like I said, we were halfway on Apple. It looks like it's working now, though. It was on Apple's back end. A lot of podcasts were experiencing that this week. Mm-hmm. So we should be good. Bear with me. I'm a little bit under the weather. That's why I'm not here. I didn't want to get Jordan the Men and Mr. McSpicy sick. So I'm here by myself doing things. So... Uh, I think we should just jump into it. Let's jump right into Rust. Oh, all oh, Rust. All right, all right. Yeah. yeah uh, let's, actually, let's let's bring it up, Jordan. The man. I want to start with you. It is here on console. We've been waiting for it to come on console. The last time we played Rust was when it was in preview mode, early yeah, over access on Steam. on Steam, and it and it was one of the first like true early access games. Um, and it's completely different now. Jordan, tell me yeah, about your experience. Yeah. Well, on one Rust. Of, one of the first successful early access games. So, yeah. but no, it's uh, so it's on console now. So it is the console edition. So it's kind of similar to when Minecraft came out on the console. So there's certain things in the console um, that are, or like there's certain things that are on the PC that may not be on the console right now. But actually, what I was surprised with is they have the community server tab, and it looks like you're going to be able to do some type of custom servers because those tabs are there. They're just grayed out right now. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's just laziness of not taking it out of the menu because <laughs> they were just like, ah, well, whatever. Or the more likely scenario that it's it's coming, yeah, that we'll eventually get those features as soon as they probably work out some stuff. Uh, what's really cool is right now uh, Rust console version is cross-play with the other console. So if you're on Xbox, you can't play with PlayStation players uh, and vice versa. It's really cool. It is a rust experience. It's not a watered down experience. It's not a, you know, light experience, if you will. It is a, the full rust experience. And let me tell you this. this. This is a survival game. This is not a survival game for everybody because this, I think, is one of the hardest survival games to play. And that's what makes it fun. Well, you recognize how the world sucks. Yeah. As you play this game, yeah, you <laughs> feel like this would be a crappy place to live. It's ruthless. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Don't trust anybody that says they're friendly. Oh That's no, not at all, not at all. There has been, I feel like, a few. There, there is a few bugs here and there that I think it's Double Eleven who's in charge of the console port. Uh, they've acknowledged they're working on, they're fixing. Uh, one bug I kept running into is, thank goodness, and, and I love that they did this on the console, and I wish more games would do this, they have a push-to-talk option, which I think is fantastic, because yeah. then you can talk with your friends, hit the push-to-talk, and say some maybe inappropriate things to the, the, the <laughs> naked person running next to you, Well, because uh, that's Rust. Yeah, and this works while you're in party chat, right? So I've I've 
to be honest, I've never got it to work in general so far. <laughs> so like I haven't, I because I tried because I thought it wasn't working because I was in party chat, which would have been kind of like a bummer because the idea of push to talk, like on the PC, for example, is us us three can be in Discord mm-hmm. and then we can be in our private your party essentially because that's what Discord is. And then when someone walks by or we see someone, we can hit that push to talk button and it talks in game as well as you know. So I would assume it works in party. I haven't gotten it to work in party and I haven't gotten it to work when I'm just playing by myself. It also might be because people just don't want to talk to me, but it doesn't feel like I'm saying anything. Well, you, know you what I should mean? you should see. Isn't there a mic icon? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I've, I turn it green. I assume green is on and then there's a gray, which is off. And I talk and I've talked on both and no one's responded again. That might. So this may actually not be a bug. <laughs> people just might not want to be talking. Be, to it might just be console versus PC. Yeah, like people aren't. Where more people, more people talk on PC yeah. maybe than on console. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't I know. Think it would I, uh, be the opposite, though. Usually, when I play games on console, someone has music blasting from their cell phone speaker. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I feel like that should be there. I think I think we're gonna create a, a YouTube video on our channel called Party Chat Etiquette. No, that would that's so, actually would just, be a just, great series. Just throwing that out there as an idea. Well, not even just party chat, just party like, internet chat etiquette. <laughs> Well, okay, so we know it's possible to get uh, it to work party chat and in a game at the same time because the game Hood has some problems <laughs> that, that me and Jordan experienced. Yeah. Well, I don't know if there if there were problems or if it's just designed. No, that way. I think it's just I think it was broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll explain kind of the story real fast. Uh, we were playing a game. We're in party chat. We're playing. Our teammate is constantly complaining about the game constantly <laughs> complaining about the teammates which we were as te- teammates but he was going in one versus four complaining that we weren't there to help him and jordan just goes i'm, I'm so sick of this guy i'm just fed up and he goes into the game chat yeah. and then he starts saying well why don't you just uninstall the game if you don't like it uninstall the game stop going in one v four and maybe we all have a team there with you when you fight anyways um what's funny about that <laughs> is after the game was over, the game doesn't disconnect you from the chat. So Jordan just starts talking about, you know, this situation. Look at this guy. Look at this jerk. Look look at this. And he goes, and Uh, I'm in both, so I can hear both, but Jordan can only hear. Yeah, because I like pull. I supposedly on on my screen, I pulled out of the game. Pulled out of the game. But he's like, you know, you know what's funny about that? That's how he started out. And I heard the guy go, what's that? And then Jordan just is like, you know, just goes into Uh, this tool bag. I, once I started talking to this tool bag, he was a lot better. But you know, people like that make me make me upset. You know. Well, I mean, you just it got to the point where I had to jump in and say, "Hey, man, just either just uninstall calm, it, yeah, just calm down." And you were even going, "Microsoft has one week uh, return policy. Well, just return the game if you don't like yeah, it." Everything. Yeah, I said something and they had an excuse. The then best, I had an answer. The best part about that is Jordan thought he was just talking to me, but that guy could hear everything you said, and it was amazing. Uh, it is. It was so fun. what have you guys done? You guys are in the same server? Uh, yeah, so you can pick a server. You can f- Thank goodness they have a favorite server feature. Uh, there's a lot of survival games out there that don't have like a favorite server feature, which just means you favorite it, and it goes to your favorite section so you can quickly find it again. Very glad that they have that. Yeah, I, there's a couple servers that I'm in. What I like to do is I like to join. So right now, this, the max server, as far as I can see, is 100. Mm-hmm. On PC, I think they can get up to 500. So I don't know if that's just a console limitation for right now. Because this technically is released on PlayStation 4, Xbox One. 
So it's it's a previous gen game that we're playing on the new consoles, right? So it's not necessarily Series X optimized. And I wonder if it does become Series X optimized if the console, the Series X, can handle that 500 player server, uh, which will be interesting. But I to start out with, so a little Rust tip here to start out with. I'm I try to start out with uh, just to get back into the game. Uh, at least half population or lower servers, uh, so fifty or lower, just because everybody's out to kill you, and it's it's yes, really yeah, it's, it's really it's, hard to everybody is yeah, everybody even and God. the and the world yeah that's what I'm saying even <laughs> yeah, God is out yeah. to kill you it's 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 a tough survival game but I think that's where its fun is uh, and once you once you start leveling up and playing with friends and stuff like that it becomes really fun but I've gone now, into a couple servers and and built some shacks. Killed some people some sh- and gotten some killed. Some shaky shacks. Now, when you when you build shacks, uh, when you leave the server, those structures remain. Correct. So how Rust does it, and this may be to counteract that, is there are servers that wipe weekly, um, which I think they're, if I remember correctly, they're either set up to like, I think, on the console, from what I can under what I understand, there's servers that wipe weekly. So every every week it'll I think it's Tuesday every week it'll wipe so the server will be fresh again. Now on the PC there's some servers and I think this might be more in the custom server section, but on the PC there's some servers that wipe the world but they don't wipe your blueprint progress if that makes sense. So you can still craft that's really cool. quickly, but the the stuff in the world is wiped. Now I don't know if that's going to work on the console. I think it's just a straight wipe. There's also a DK system. Yeah, there is a DK system. Which yeah. if you build something and then don't go there for several days it'll disappear in the world it'll slowly take damage uh, and buildings will decay and that and it that, makes it easier for players to knock them down yeah or, that's an attempt to prevent cluttering of the world yeah. because everything you build is permanent unless mm-hmm. you blow it up or it decays now yeah. now yeah when we played last you could people could easily get into your structure is that still the case or can you um, can you pretty much lock it down you you can lock it down. They can still get in, but it it does you take have to high get, end gear to get in. Yeah, and you have to be creative on both sides, defending, and uh, even if attacking. It's, I- attacking if yeah, there's a lot of ways you can build structures. Like think of a structure like an onion defense. Yeah. <laughs> Every layer, there's another set of defenses. And uh, that's how you generally keep your structures safe. You yeah. put pits in there. You make doors that don't go anywhere because then they'll spend all their explosives on yeah, on the wrong door. On the wrong door. See, like we're watching footage right here. See all these doors that this it's called person the airlock. Yeah. Yes. There's several airlocks in the onion defense. Yeah. So uh, it's you can do now, that. And and honestly, people can people do that. And then somebody just figures out a way to build. A, you know, a ramp or next to a tree, and then they just jump in from the roof, yep. right? So you can be creative either way. You just got to be smart so. and creative. Yeah, now, when you log out with items, uh, or when you log out, do you take items that are on your person with you, or do you have to so leave them in the world? what happens is when you log out, your player essentially goes to sleep. So if you log out in the middle of nowhere, so your, David logs out in the middle of nowhere, your player essentially falls down and is sleeping. Still in the game. I can walk up and go, oh, there's David, and kill you. And then whatever you have on you, I can take. There are storage containers that act as like little storage containers. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, that, and then uh, obviously when you log out, you want to log out within your base or your settlement that you've made and secured. And then going back to building, when you're building a base, usually you start out with wood, but you can upgrade easily. Well, 
if you have the material, fairly easy, to, you know, wood, stone, metal, all that stuff. So, and you can get locks with pin numbers, mm-hmm. higher uh, end locks, yeah, yeah, to do and, all that stuff. And sorry, just one more thing about the wipes on the console right now. We have weekly wipe servers and monthly wipe servers so if you feel like you don't want all your stuff to be gone in a week you can jump onto the monthly wipe servers which i think is actually the perfect amount yeah i think that's a good time but anyway also you can fly a helicopter <laughs> so, so hold on you said that it was cross play does that include pc or is it only no console? that is only consoles because like i said it's okay. a console edition so it's similar to when minecraft first uh, came out on yeah, the console minecraft. it was it was like console specific since then i mean minecraft has come out with what is it bedrock edition that's now more unified yeah yeah, but exactly. yeah right now it's it's a specific console edition which is why i don't want people to think it's a watered down version or a light version because it's not it it is the full rust experience Minus a few, I would say, I guess, benefits that the PC has right now. So for those who haven't played Rust McSpicy, do you recommend someone jump in and play Rust? Is it is it a what is all the fuss about? Is it that good or is it just a unique experience? Uh, what, I, I think so. Um, I mean, I would I would watch some gameplay, figure it out if it's something you'd like. This is a game you can suck a lot of time into it's Mm -hmm. extremely fun extremely addictive i think it's a game that rewards a lot of gameplay and and rewards cheesy kind of gameplay and just it's a survival game it's like if if the apocalypse happened this is not i don't think this is post-apocalyptic oh i guess it is because there's radiation everywhere Mm -hmm. um you'd want to take the other guy's stuff, right? So that's what this game is about. It's somebody's out there chopping wood, making stuff. And then you are past that point. You want to go and just take all the stuff that this guy spent hours doing. And then you want those bodies on the ground. Yeah. We're watching gameplay. There's bodies everywhere. Uh, And it's just, it's great. It's fun. It's got a lot of combat. It's got a lot of things that, you know, you clench your butt with, you know, you're like, Oh, that was close. Uh, and it's you can be extremely creative in how you build your bases. A lot of tactics are mm-hmm. just build where people aren't, hide it. Some tactics are just make the ultimate fortress. Some tactics, you know, just are still someone else's who yeah, did all the work. It's it's uh, this is one of the first games that popularized uh, kind of the survival game. This game was out before Ark uh, on mm-hmm. PC. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it it's it's one of the best ones out there. Because I mean, it's total sandboxy. There's so many stories that can just take place because of just the chaotic nature mm-hmm. of the scenarios that you run into. So the replayability is fantastic. There's a lot of fun things to do, like get blueprints to build, you know, better stuff. Uh, a lot of the good loot is in the um, the radiated cities and towns, which yep. there's NPCs in there, and also there's. Yes, yeah, so there is PVE stuff that you can do. There's yeah. definitely PVE. Um, do they have PVE servers? Like uh, no PVP servers? No, no, no. It's it's strictly everything is PVP. Okay. Now, they, when custom servers come out, you may get the, some of those, but all the, official servers are straight. On the PV on the or PVE was available on PC. I remember that. But there's a reason this game was made so long ago and is still around. It's a very good game. I highly recommend watching streamers and YouTube. Uh, content creators play this game yeah, to see too. if you like it, uh, but it's it's one of the so, top games for so a that reason. Be- that begs the question: Did you guys get any into any interesting scenario- scenarios? 
Um, well, just uh, don't trust anybody. Yeah. Just don't. Just there's, don't. There's been a couple times where I felt like I've wasted an hour or two because you, you, you know, because my strategy is I don't want to build on the beach. Every, so you start out on the beach. That's yeah. that's your spawn point. Everybody builds on the beach, man. You want to get out of there. Just go hot, inland, man. It's a hot zone. So I've been going inland. But I go inland and I'm trying to find like a nice spot where that's not really contested <laughs> and then like somehow I'll die or radiation or another player who is already in inland who has weapons at this point like guns will shoot me and yeah. it gets rough. But uh, but no, it is really fun. I would emphasize that it's it is a difficult game if, if you're looking for like if you're looking for a Valhalla experience. This is not this that. is not it. Yeah. yeah, this is Valhalla is still very good. And I think Valhalla is one of my f- top three survival games. It's one of my favorites. But this is m- because of the PVP aspect and the the very unforgiving environment and player base. It's very it's difficult. Yeah. But there's a lot of carrot on the stick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why you keep playing it. And there's a lot of frustration. And then there's a lot of revenge. <laughs> Yeah, no, there is. There's a lot of dynamics and storytelling (laughs) if you want to get into it. Uh, You just, where does that guy live? Where's his base? I'm going to sneak and follow him. And then when he signs off, we're going to blow it up with C4. That place is mine. Yeah, it's a very fun game, though. Highly recommended from me. There you go, guys. Rust is here. As soon as custom servers come, we might do an X1 Bros custom server. Um, But maybe we could just do a favorite server and own the server as a community. That'd be super fun as well. Uh, this week we had Bethesda announce, or sorry, it got announced. There were some rumors. When is the Xbox showcase? What's going to be at the Xbox showcase? And we finally got an official announcement and they're calling it the Bethesda Xbox showcase. It is June 13th at 10 a.m. PT. It is a, it's very exciting. What I find interesting here and spicy, I'd like to get your thoughts because you were, you were right. I think the fact that they're calling it the Bethesda Xbox showcase to me, underscores Bethesda is us. Yeah, here, they is wanna, what, here is what you're getting for, mm-hmm. for that. They totally want to yeah. capitalize on their investment, which it's a, it, that is an investment worth showcasing. That is an amazing purchase for Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's get some gameplay, right? Yeah, no. yeah, Jordan, do you have any, any any thoughts on Bethesda Xbox Showcase? June 13 at 10 a.m. Now, normally Microsoft does theirs in the afternoon, the last two E3s that we've been at have been like at 1, 2 p.m. This one's at 10 a.m. So I wonder if we're going to get extra stuff throughout the afternoon that's focused on. I don't know, but Jordan, nah, thoughts, the Bethesda go Xbox early. Showcase. <laughs> yeah, they just want to clock early. out. Ah. Well, actually, it's probably not even going to. I don't know if it's going to be live. I would assume it's going to be just a pre-recorded video yeah. of, you know, people standing there pretending it's live, but it's actually not, you know, one of those videos. Uh, well, it's similar to a Nintendo Direct, which I think is actually a really fantastic format. We've talked about it before. Yeah. The funny thing about Bethesda is I don't know. Like, I mean, I am I think we're going to see Starfield. And I think I don't know if we'll see gameplay or if we'll see a trailer, but I think, or, you know, just a cinematic trailer or gameplay, but I think we will actually see Starfield whether it's released this year or what was the rumor last week, early next year, which I think it'll be like a January, February title. Okay. So, you know, we might get gameplay because January, if it's releasing January, February, which is kind of where the rumors are putting it or in that time frame, I, you know, it's, it's close enough for gameplay maybe. So, but who knows? I think we'll at least see Starfield as for their other stuff. 
I mean, they have a lot of studios. They have Arcane. They have. Um, oh, the list goes on. Aren't I, there I, over they twenty have, at this point? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Bethesda themselves, like with Microsoft, oh, within Bethesda, yeah, yeah within yeah, Bethesda, yeah. you know, Arcane Machine Games. I would. I don't think we'll see it. I would love to see something on the new Indiana Jones game, but I think it's probably still super early in development mm-hmm. from Machine Games. I wonder if we're gonna get anything from uh, who is it? It's Machine Games, and then who's the other one? ID. Uh, the guys that do Doom. Oh, I wonder if we'll do anything from Doom. You know, if, or if we'll get anything. maybe another Rage. Rage was a good a good IP. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you another one that's really good. Evil Within. If you've not played Evil Within, if you like Resident Evil and the latest Resident Evil, go play Evil Within. It is so good. Yeah. Evil so we might get one of those. Uh, there were rumors <laughs> that, that dropped. Really there, were, there were rumors that dropped this like week on what we're going to see on the stage. And one of those rumors was uh, by insider Clobriel, who's been pretty correct on some things in the past. And he said, he said he believes we're going to see five triple a new IPs like from new or just like new from scratch new, or like new. new as in doom three is a new game type of thing. new as no, no, I think, I think new as in like halo infinite would. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. So, so we can assume halo infinite. We can assume a Forza. We can assume, well, what else can we assume? Oh, Fable. I, I know think Starfield. That's three. Starfield is four. So what's number five? That's the question. Perfect Dark. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll get some Perfect oh, yeah. Dark. Because uh, yeah. we, was it how was it at E3 last year where we saw that uh, cinematic uh, Perfect Dark trailer? Was that was the was it Games game showcase? Or? Yeah. Was it the Games showcase? So maybe we'll get a... Um, see, the problem is with all these games that we're talking about, I mean, when are they going to be releasing? Because you, I, I mean, you don't you don't want to release Halo and then a week later, Perfect Dark. You, you well, know what I mean. You I don't want to announce releasing Halo and then a week later show a video of Halo not being very close <laughs> to being finished uh, and then have to I, change I, everything and apologize. Five. I mean, I, I I guess we've talked about this with Game Pass. It kind of negates that because you can always go back to those and, and all these games. What's really cool is all these games that we're talking about: Halo, Perfect Dark, uh, the other with Starfield. They're all going to be on Game Pass. What a deal! Yeah. Yeah, what a huge deal. Brian F. in chat says the showcase logo has so much Halo stuff in it. Really hoping to have a lot of great info about Infinite. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I agree. I think we're going to get the full, the you know, the full showcase of gameplay of Halo. What it's like, what it's like with their map. I, that's what I'm most curious yeah, about. I How think, big is that map? How does it work? How does it function? What's multiplayer like? Stuff like that. I think they're either going to do this. I think they're going to start the show with a big Halo presentation. I'm talking 20, 30 minute presentation. Ooh. You know, like saying, hey, here's Halo campaign. It looks awesome. Here's Halo multiplayer. You know, you know, because we have yet to see multiplayer yet. Uh, more likely, I think they'll end the show with Halo. Uh, and I'm again, yeah. I'm talking well, but maybe a 15 minute presentation. You know, we'll see some campaign demos. We'll see kind of the direction they're going with, you know, because they haven't necessarily said open world, but it kind of alludes to a. Well, with the maps, the open world UI we've seen, yeah, you it know, kind of very much. It seems like that, that that phrase I used with Resident Evil Eight, a linear open world, <laughs> you know, which which is, it's you play it and you'll understand. But I think we'll see that. I think we'll definitely see multiplayer of Halo. I also think we'll get the release date. I think Halo Infinite is going to be the big title for them in this this fall. What do you? Don't, th- I agree. Oh, oh sorry, sorry go ahead, Mark. No, no, you go ahead, David. Sorry. Um. Don't forget, Captain Obvious in chat says Avowed Clobrill. Oh, that's right. That was one yeah. of the games that he said uh, was going to be shown as well. Gameplay of Avowed, which would be so sweet. 
Very. I'm, I'm curious to see what Halo decides to do as far as their answer to the Battle Royale. Remember they were talking yeah. about Warzone 2.0? Warzone, they said Warzone 2.0. 2. 2.0. That's how they're going to do it. The Warzone 2.0. Warzone 2.0 is their answer to large-scale combat. Now that'll get sales. Yeah, yeah, I will. I'm curious so. on, on what that entails, right? Because I the I, the concept behind Warzone was fun, but I preferred Arena and the other yeah. classic Halo. When when Halo Five came out, I was really excited for Warzone because it was new, it was fresh. I like it when developers do different ideas. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not taken away from the arena, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's not like they're replacing anything with it. Um, Warzone isn't bad. And what Warzone is, it's a PvP, PvE uh, game. So, like, for example, there's two teams and there's a boss. And if you kill the boss, you get so many points. If you kill team members, you get X amount of points. First one to a point limit wins, right? And then they had a firefight variant where it's just basically PvE co-ops. Anyway, it wasn't bad. (laughs) It, It was fine. But it wasn't my favorite game mode. And I will be honest, I was a little let down by Warzone. And I, like Mark, I spent most of my time in the arena and I spent a lot of my time in Breakout because I thought that mode was really, really well That done. was, the, in my opinion, the shining star yeah. of Halo 5. Now, their answer, they said Warzone 2.0 is their answer to large-scale combat, which BR is basically your large-scale combat. I point. think Halo is perfectly set up for BR. The idea of just running around grabbing new weapons, power-ups, shields. You can start with just health and then get over shit. Like, Halo, I think, is already perfectly set up to be a cool BR game and the fact that it's a skill based shooter makes it even more fun. So I, I mean, I'm not saying Halo has to be a BR or they have to have a BR. I, I don't but necessarily w- think they will. I just think it would, it would do well. I think it would. I th- And I think it would be fun. I think it mm-hmm. would be a great, uh, it just fits the mold of what Halo is and power like Halo in, in its cl- classic sense is PVP with power ups. Yeah. Yeah. That's Battle Royale. Yeah, basically. Um, so I, th- I think it could fit the mold really well. And, and I don't think, for those worried that, you know, uh, well, I hate Battle Royale, Halo has never gone only one direction when it comes to multiplayer. They try other things, but they still have their classic arena style yeah. that they've always, you know, kept to. So I think it's a... I'm curious to see on, A, if it would work, and, well, A, what it is, and B, if it'll work, right? So, yeah. And I'm not... PVE slash P, like PVEVP. Yeah. However you want to say it. I don't think is is a bad idea or anything like that. I just think it needs to be done very specifically for I don't know, enjoyment for for for, for, enjoyment. for, for I don't game for enjoyment, yeah, Jordan. For for longevity, I, I guess. Yeah. So um because it, it's I it's just it's a difficult it's a difficult game mode to nail perfectly. Yeah. You know? But of all the games that could do it, Halo could do it. Red versus Blue versus Covenant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that I mean, would be that's. Cool. But as said, the Halo has done it right. That that essentially that well that is what Warzone is right now. But how often do I find myself playing Warzone opposed to Breakout? Yeah, you know. So again, not saying Warzone's bad. It just for me didn't live up. To the hype I I personally had for it because when they announced it I was super excited to try it out and then I you know it's not like I said I still play it do you think do you think it was just outshone by breakout that's the thing they made another yeah. more or, or the so arena good. you know or the general or arena of, the, of Slayer you know yeah 
I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's still popular. It's still on the playlist. I, you can find matches really quickly. Yeah, but it's just uh, I don't know. So I'm just I'm curious what Warzone 2.0 is, and I'm really curious to see what their new slip space engine can handle, what it can do. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's very exciting. Regardless, yeah. what what we're gonna see again? I think Spicy was uh, has been correct. They're really gonna highlight the studios they've purchased. The fact mm-hmm. that it's called the Bethesda Xbox Showcase is huge. I mean, that 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 says all you need to know right there about how they're planning to position themselves with this uh, E3 presentation at Microsoft. Super exciting. Um, let's go. We, we had a bunch of trailers drop this week that we we watched, and some of them look really tasty. Dragon Quest Twelve and Dragon Quest Three. Let's talk about both of those real quick. Jordan, you're a big Dragon Quest guy. You enjoy yeah, it. I like it. What was the one? What Final was the one? Final Seven? No, Eleven. 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 That was on which Game is just Pass. the new yeah. one. Yeah. So the, uh, Dragon Age Eleven uh, is on Game Pass right now. It's really good if you haven't played. If you like Final Fantasy style games, turn based games, uh, it, it's a really fun game. I suggest playing it. So, Dragon Quest had their big event this week. I think it's what big, was it? It's been like Big Boy. Yeah, it's been like 35 years of Dragon Quest or something like that. 28 some it's their big anniversary event that they had this week. They announced two games, although they announced multiple things, but two games that I'm going to talk about. Now, the first one, very exciting, Dragon Age 3 Remaster. It's an HD, they call it the HD 2D Remaster. Now, what this game is is it's Dragon Quest 3 but it's remastered and looks very it's it has the art style of Octopath Traveler which i think is a fantastic art style uh just watching the trailer right now that we have pulled up it looks so good them just walking through town mm-hmm. so good what, I, is it, what do they call that like isometric 3D or 2D i don't know like you know 2.5D 2.5 isometric yeah. bokeh D, <laughs> you know? big yeah, D, it, big D. Yeah, so really, <laughs> really cool. on the D, yeah. Jordan. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Check out the trailer. It's no release date for it. All we know, to be honest, we don't even know if it's coming to Xbox. That's my worry. Is they're gonna get me all excited for this, and then they're gonna put it on only one platform that I'm gonna have to go buy. You know. Yeah. Um, but they did say that they're aiming for a worldwide release, like simulta- a simultaneous worldwide release, uh, which is good. And with all the, the other Dragon Quest games coming, like Dragon Quest Eleven, all coming to Game Pass and stuff, I lean towards, I think it'll come out for all platforms, which includes the Xbox. I hope so, because I think this will be great uh, and, and a lot of fun. The next one is they announced the new Dragon Quest Twelve. Uh, no gameplay, nothing. All we did was got we got a a title and the logo. It's called Dragon Quest Twelve: Fames of Fate. Again, no release date. We don't know what consoles it's coming out for. All we know is that they're aiming for a simultaneous worldwide release. Now, when they say simultaneous worldwide release, the simultaneous again makes me think simultaneously on multiple consoles. Now that console yeah. maybe should be like PC and Nintendo, or you know what I mean, or whatever they decide yeah. to do it with her PlayStation or, you know, I hope it's all the consoles because again, I would love to see the new dragon quest 12 on Xbox, which I think it'll come because we got all the old ones. Now about dragon quest 12, this is interesting series creator, Yuju Hori, which I probably ruined his name, <laughs> uh, hinted at some changes to the traditional turn-based battle system. Uh, and then he also said square Enix is aiming for a simultaneous worldwide release when it comes out. Um, that's all they really said about it. They're, they're very quiet about it. I, I, they're, obviously, they didn't show any gameplay, so they're not ready for that. So I don't know how far out this game is. But changes to the turn-based battle system. Interesting. 
I don't yeah, know I mean, what that very, means. It's I a mean, very traditional Pokemon turn-based style system. So I wonder, does that mean they're going away from it altogether, or he are they just tweaking it? Just said changes. So I don't know. I mean, that could mean anything. I would think it's still going to be turn-based. I would assume. Otherwise, he wouldn't say changes. He would say changing. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Uh, no, and maybe it'll be more like uh, if if you guys ever played what was it Final Fantasy. Thirteen with with lightning, um, it was still turn based, but it was a little bit more actiony turn based. Well, it could even so, be. You know, remember that watercolor turn based game, David? You really liked it. It came out like five years ago. Um, you could play. It was it was it was Square. Was it Square Enix or was it Ubisoft? I don't know, but like uh, that. Oh, ga- wasn't it called Bray, uh, with the girl? Right with the girl. Yeah, that yeah. was yeah, Ubisoft. Was the girl, yeah, yeah, that uh, was Ubisoft. But what you could do, it was still turn based. But you could move your cursor around and speed up your timer, and your teammates can do it. Uh, it was two player if you wanted it to be two player. And what the mechanics were, you would like wiggle your mouse around, and then your timer going across till it's your timer could go faster. That is that changes. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because no, that's I mean, technically I mean, changes, technically, but it's still turn based. Technically, they could just change the UI, and he's not. You know, he's not necessarily <laughs> yeah. lying. You know, but. Okay. Well, it's it's interesting that he specifically said that because I know, I know with RPG games especially, I feel like there's there's a divide. I feel like there's a lot of people that really want that traditional turn based, and there's a lot of people that really like the new action combat. So I I think maybe they're trying to come to a happy medium, to please both crowds, uh, or they're just I don't know they're making just doing changes. They're just making changes, but yeah. I thought that was interesting. So Dragon Quest 12, Fames of Flate, and Dragon Quest 3 also staying with our Japanese game developers. Uh, the Scarlet Nexus demo released this week. And if you guys haven't seen or heard of Scarlet Nexus, the best way I can describe it, and this may turn a lot of people off, but it turns me on, <laughs> is <laughs> Devil anime Devil May Cry is is the best anime, way. Anime Devil May Cry. Anime Ooh, Devil May Cry. Baby. Yeah, that's hot. Yeah, I know that, that turns me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who Isn't that does. Devil May Cry like the ultimate anime already. <laughs> well, it's like the yeah. ultimate action combat, and they just animate it. So the demos, the demos, really cool. I've not yet played it. I have downloaded it. It is available this week on Xbox. I believe you can play as the two characters in it. Um, but it's very exciting, and the full game releases just next month on June twenty fifth. Um, it's gonna be fun. Like I said, anime Devil May Cry. How, how yeah, we you, do have how the. That sounds hot. That sounds so good. We do have the Chivalry 2 open beta drone. Oh, be that game that? is so dead. So dirty. It's so yeah, if good. you guys haven't seen the trailer for Chivalry oh. 2, it's <laughs> hand-to-hand combat, medieval time, like, but it is gruesome. When I was playing it a lot yesterday. When you're playing that game, so if you first start when you first start playing it, or if you first start watching someone play it, it feels very chaotic and like there's no organization. But there is a skill ceiling like a skill there there is skill and precision to the way you fight in combat like yeah. the way you attack the way you turn your character as you're attacking uh the way you block parry uh what do they call it uh, the the fancy word for for blocking and then killing someone rip rip riposte <laughs> repost repost yeah. i always read it as repost riposte <laughs> repost. i think it's a french word <laughs> yeah. but uh repost uh the way you repost the way you the way you 
how do you explain it? the way you choreograph your attacks while going one on one with it's almost like it, it's not like this combat style, but it has that feel when you're one on one in PVP. It's like for honor where you're kind of reading, OK, what what's he going to do? What am I? How am I going to counter him if I do this? And it's he a counters, harder for honor. It's a, yeah. So <laughs> it's more difficult because for honor, like you can see it has like even though they do have icons on this. For Honor kind of gave you hints. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As to what, where this, you have to look and see mm-hmm. like the opponent and react what to they're what they're telegraphing. Yeah. yeah, what the opponent well, to, is doing. To me, For Honor is team deathmatch. This is MMO warfare. Brutal. Brutal into that, David. I, yet, I was playing yesterday, so this is subtle to kind of, you know, I was playing yesterday, and there was some guy running around. He only had one arm. And he was still going at it. And you're like, that guy, like, I didn't kill him because the, he had determination. Like, I was like, that guy is, he wants to win. It was, it was really cool. But no, it's, it feel, it can feel and look chaotic. And I'll be honest, and sometimes it is. And I think that's kind of the charm of the game. But when fighting in the PVP scenarios, we're watching a video right now and you can see this guy taking on two against one and he's doing really well. If you're, if you get good at combat, cause I think combat is, is it's skill based. Like you, you need to get good at it you can do really well. And they have, what makes it fun is, is like Mark said, you you have to watch what the enemy's doing. They can go for an overhead swing, a stab, a slash. They can, they can throw their weapon at you. How does it work? Do you have, does your team have so many lives? Because I mean, how many people are in a match with so you? So it depends on what game mode you're playing. Uh, so I believe the, the for console users, uh, we have two game modes we have a 60 we have a 32 player game mode and then a 64 player game mode um and the only game modes i've played right now are just objective based i think there's a free-for-all which is just like you said free-for-all um but yeah so i haven't played the free-for-all but i played the 32 player and the 64 player one um it just i don't think one is really better than the other i think it just kind of depends on what you're in the mood for but yeah. when I've played, uh, they've been objective based. So, for example, and I've been defending a lot. So, for example, the enemy team storms the wall and then they complete that objective and then they have to steal so much gold from us, from our gold stores, and then they complete that objective and, and move forward. It's almost like if, when you're playing Russian Battlefield, the yeah, enemy okay. team is either pushing forward or you're holding them at the line, you know? Yeah, and this uh, gameplay we're watching right now, it says retake the gatehouse. Yeah, exactly. Which you lost the gatehouse, now you got to retake it. And so it can, it's like the tug of war, or can you push them back? So my team's never pushed them back. <laughs> So, so I, I don't know, but I think it's either a, d- a defense or a, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Super, super interesting. Though. I lost every round, why but it was a lot of fun. Why this game fascinates me is the fact that it is f- like f- kind of full scale medieval combat simulator, like war simulator mm-hmm. in, per- in first person. And I think that's very unique to this game. Yeah. I don't think you can get that anywhere else. You can click the third person, but I almost feel like in this game you're at a disadvantage in third person. Well, because your distance is important. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. like it's not like it is. No, a game where you important. can um I don't know what's the word. You it's it's easier to see distance. When I okay. This is gonna sound crazy. When I was when I was training and for like uh, combat, you know, and like this is years ago. I used Nom. to when I was when I was a, I, when we would train, um, and we would train <laughs> for fighting somebody with a sword versus other weapons. You visually have to 
distance yourself further with their reach. So if you want to run away or if you want to, you just got to gauge how far they can attack with a sword. This is, I know this is sounding stupid. Like I'm wearing, you know, American flag pants, you know, you want, you want to take roundhouse kick wearing these bad boys. This, um, but the, the first person view is much more important to visualize how far you can reach them and how far they can reach you. And you can do levels of danger. Is he within the sword reach? Then I have to be very careful. Whereas, you know, third person, you can't see that as much, which is interesting because that's why I think this game doesn't give or this game is unique in the fact that you don't get that with other games as much. Like Mm -hmm. it's chaos. We're watching chaos unfold on screen with this gameplay. By the way, this guy's doing really good. Look how good he is. So it looks chaotic, but he is. He's it's organized three. chaos. He's you know? totally three. It was four people. They finally, four of them finally got him down. Uh, but it's really, I think this is extremely fun because it's unique. And I think is there this, archers. Is there archers in this yes, game? Are you able to play an that archer That is class? actually the class I've been playing. And let me tell you, uh, there is friendly Satisfied. fire in this game. Uh, so if you if you run up well, and it goes always if you run up with a big greatsword and like let's say let's say David you're fighting someone and Mark goes I'm coming to help and you swing wide with a greatsword you'll hit your team too and you actually get minus points for hitting your team. So what well, was funny? What was funny about uh, what was funny about being an archer, which I really enjoyed the archer it was a lot of fun. He's he's weaker. Like if you get hit by a sword, you're gone. But uh, but the advantage is, is distance, right? I can attack from a bigger distance. But there's times when I like I was aiming at someone, and then like a player ran in the way, and it, it would hit it would hit my player, and I'd get minus points, and you feel bad. That is so, hilarious. But no, it was it's really cool. I'm it's a really good game. How often do you think that happened in the 1200s? A lot. <laughs> uh, that sucks. No. You haven't seen Braveheart? He uh, he says volley on them, but we'll hit our own. We'll hit theirs too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's so, just, that was reality, man. Again, I think, I think, uh, I think it'll start coming down to map knowledge more because I actually followed another archer around. This guy knew what he was doing. Uh, he knew all the like the gatehouses to get on top, and now we're looking down, which gave us a huge advantage because if we have the high ground looking down at people, uh, we're just we're just wailing on them, and it's it, it's great. Yeah. Uh, what's really cool and why I actually think they probably have the third person mode is. You can customize your soldiers. So there's four classes right now, oh, okay. and you can customize them. When you level up, you get gold, and then you can go in and you can buy like a rusty knife, a hunter's knife. So like your weapons can look a little different, which, you know, in first person, you're going to see your weapons a lot. You can change your armor and look and stuff like that, and you can fully change your character. Oh, yeah. Uh, for those. He took his head. Yeah, no, for those. He took his head. For those of you that don't know. Yeah. Uh, so we're watching a video. You can cut off someone's head, pick it up, and then throw it at another person if you want. Like, it's a very intense game. Oh, so, my gosh. They do that's, ha- medieval, that's medieval teabagging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Medieval teabagging. Yeah. So oh they, have, they have different voice actors for your voice lines, and the voices are hilarious. Like, you can get, like, the commoner voice, and he just, like, is scared and doesn't know what's going on. Uh, you can get like the knight's voice. It, it's really cool. The the cut they actually have a lot of customization, uh, which I think is uh, fun. And you know, if you want to see what your character, want your character to look cool, you know. Yeah. 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 No. Absolutely. Uh, Nate ninety three in chat uh, dropped a super chat for five dollars. Thank you very much, Nate ninety three. Says, "Why is Spicy trained to kill a man with a sword?" Question I, mark. I got my secrets. Yeah. 
Why are you not? There's a whole backstory that I can get into, but uh, I'll tell you after the show. No, I <laughs> I did I did just some training with stuff like this. So. But the for everybody stuff like medieval combat, yeah, you know, yeah, just in case. But for everybody, the beta is going from May 27th to June 1st. You do not have to do anything to get into the beta. This is an open beta. You can just go download it on Xbox. It's about 11 gigs, so it's not very big. And then the full release is on June 8th. So if you want to know if you want to buy this game or not, I would jump into the beta this weekend and give it a try. Yeah. Now we do have Dying Light, Stay Human trailer that dropped as well. We can talk about that, but honestly, what we really want to talk about is Far Cry 6. So oh, Okay, let's get into that. So, yeah. Dying Light comes out in December. Uh, that, that's what we'll, we'll say. Dying Light 2. <laughs> and it does look pretty cool. Watch the trailer, but Far Cry now, 6. Oh. Far Cry 6. Can I start here? We we watched the trailer before the show together, mm-hmm. uh, the three of us. There's actually two trailers, and it. I think Spicy said it best. It looks so beautiful. Like this is this is a next generation Far Cry, uh, built for the Series X, built for the PlayStation Five, and it you can tell it looks cool. To me, it looks like they're mixing Far Cry, and Far Cry has always kind of been tongue in cheek with the way you do stuff. I mean, you could turn a bicycle into a plane in past Far Cries, stuff like that, and go around the islands. But but it looks like just cause mixed with Far Cry. They went more that route. I mean, there's a. There's a scene where the girl has a rocket pack on her. She's wearing a backpack and she fires. She launches like 40 mortars at, at, at yeah. a group of soldiers and just super cool. There's a CD disc gun that plays. Yeah. And I know what you're thinking as you're listening. You're like, this is not serious. This is not Far Cry. Oh, no, it's serious. Go watch it. It's Far Cry. It's cool. It's beautiful. This trailer is awesome. It looks it looks like a good well, time. Well, they, they did a lot. Of, so like for going back to the backpacks, that's like one of the new features. You can get backpacks that have, let's just call them special abilities or ultimate abilities. One of them is a mortar strike. Another one's where you jump up in the air and it's like a jet pack that flames everybody around you. So it's, and I mean, we're probably not even seeing all of them, right? So it's a cool new feature. The guns, they they had a system for it and they called it, but I forget the name, but it's basically like you're in this revolution and you need to use every piece of scrap metal you can find. And that's why they have these unique guns like you're putting car engines on Gatlin guns to make them shoot and, and stuff like this. So I'm excited for like a like like the craft for lack of a better words, we're going to call it the, their version of a crafting system. Uh, to to customize some of these weapons and and see what you can do. I mean, I think they one of the weapons you have to use sardine cans. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think one of my favorite things about Far Cry is the carrot on the stick when it comes to crafting. They've done it in all their games. I want to have more arrows, for yeah. example, in Far Cry Primal. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to have uh, better better arrows. I want to have a, an animal companion, and you gradually upgrade that, and you can you find the materials to craft something that will better your character. And I think this is showcasing the next evolution of what Far Cry does with their crafting system, which I I want to see more. Yeah. I don't know too much about it, but Far Cry has always done a good job as far as how I've enjoyed the game, the carrot on the stick, and making your character super strong yeah well this far cry they say has the biggest roster weapon of weapons Mm -hmm. which i think is clocking in at like 40 something i don't know the final number but it's 40 something but super well and the the cd super cool sorry i've interrupted you when david talked about the cd it's hilarious it's a uh it's playing the Macarena, <laughs> and, and it shoots compact discs out of it. 
And so it's, I think it's a silent weapon. That's the vibe I got well, from it. If you actually, if you listen to it, if you watch the trailer, listen to it, it shoots the Macarena. And when you shoot a disc, it stutters. Uh-huh. And then when you reload, it stops playing. And then what's really cool, just a fun little detail, when you put the new CD back in, it actually continues off in the exact same place it left off on the song. So, Oh, we're watching it right yeah, now. This so is the pretty, compact disc shooter. Uh, it's pretty pretty cool. Well, there's, there's two things I'm actually really excited about this game. The first thing is Anton Castillo, which is the new bad guy who is played by Giancarlo Esposito. From Breaking Bad. From Breaking Bad. Better Call Saul. Extremely... One of my favorite actors on that series. When he looks good in the trailer. He has this calm, terrifying aspect about him. Oh, yeah. I think Far Cry could not have chosen a better actor to be the bad guy. We were talking about this before the the show when we were watching these trailers. Far Cry has... if If there was a list of the top 10 bad guys in any culture pop culture video game or i would say even movies far cry has five of those yeah yeah really. soon to be six yeah i think far cry had they know how to make a bad guy yeah they know how to make them terrifying terrifying they know how to make them uh, interesting interesting yeah. relatable i think i think they could not have gotten a better actor and he's he's terrifying man he is and that's that's actually really exciting. Did you, did you know there's an Easter egg on? Was it Far Cry Four? You know when he that's the one that takes place up in the snow capped mountains. Yeah, and, yeah. Did you know that you can beat the game within like three minutes by just sitting there, yeah. by just not doing what? Yeah. He, yeah. And then he comes back and goes, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah." It's actually really cool. It's one of the greatest Easter eggs um, in any video game. So, anyways, that's super exciting to have him as a main antagonist. The the second thing I'm most excited for is the capital city in this area. So this you this takes place on the tropical nation of Yara, which is loosely Cuba, based on Cuba. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have they have a capital city, and you can see it in the trailer. What's cool about this is, I think this is the first time in a Far Cry game we've ever had this. This is a very dense vertical city. Like there's skyscrapers, there's taller buildings. It's a big city. I mean, we've had like uh, locations. Yeah, little far outposts. Cry, but like outposts, but yeah. this, if you look in this trailer, like it is a big, dense, urban city. And I, I'm really excited to see what goes on there in there. And they talk about, you know, how like the city is under martial law. So there's certain checkpoints you have to go through and how you're going to kind of navigate yourself through the city. But very, very cool. I, you know, I'm, I'm excited for that part as well. And this is one of the most, I said this before the show when we were watching it too. This is one of the prettiest games I have ever seen. Yeah, it looks it looks really good. I am excited to see what they do with it. Look at the the details of the car. I love seeing we we just watched um, how you could customize your vehicles, and then the the person gets into a vehicle that you just created, and there's a hat and the the detail on the speedometer and this old like fifty five Cadillac. I don't know what that was. Beautiful, beautiful game. Well. Guaranteed, they're gonna have a, a next gen optimization, right? Because this game, I think it's coming out on like uh, the the all the like the last generation Xbox One, mm-hmm. but uh, the place to play is gonna be on the Series X. I'm calling it now. Yeah, you know they're gonna have a good next gen version of it. <laughs> so extremely good looking game. Like, look at the detail we're looking at. Like, oh, really oh. cool. Yeah, well, just the gun models and the gun models. Yeah, uh, the the uh, what I've what I've been noticing is the character animations look superb i 
I am actually extremely happy that gaming is at a place where <laughs> yeah. we're at where it is. Uh, like yeah. it looks it looks well, gorgeous. What's so, what's so cool is like this scene that we're watching here, she's talking to a guardsman, and you can see like the expression, like subtle nuanced expressions on character models' faces is oh, so yeah. cool. And you can see yeah, you can totally see attitude in the animation. Well, and yeah. so correct me if I'm wrong. So I played Far Cry four and five. Um, oh, well, I did play three. Three's the cell phone guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This is a good cell that phone. was on like in like the island of Bahamas yeah, yeah. or something. So what's really interesting about this one specifically? Uh, so Far Cry Five is is the most recent in my memory, but in this game, it seems like your character that you play as. There's a lot of cutscenes with 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 your character, whereas before. It was, if I remember correctly, Far Cry I played forever. Far Cry Five I played when it first came out, beat it fairly quickly, and then moved on. Uh-huh. But it, if I remember correctly, in Far Cry Five you were you still did cutscenes, but it was mostly from that first person perspective. You know, kind of like Resident Evil does. Like I don't ever feel like I saw my character. Uh, whereas in this one, it feels like there's a lot of story cut, like a lot of okay. story driven cutscenes with your character. Where we are, are you talking about? So we're in the perspective or we're as a viewer behind no, no, like, like the fourth wall. Yeah. When you go into a cutscene, like it, it pulls out and like there's a cutscene with your character. I gotcha. Um, like, like at the beginning of the game uh, or the, the trailer that we just saw where your character walks up and is talking to the bar, the guy at the bar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're not in first person in that. That may just be for the trailer, but it feels like there's a lot more story. I would say story-driven cutscenes in this one. That that well, even in this one, like look, look at all this. Yeah, this is gameplay. You're seeing a lot of your character. So, and it is uh, also to mention, uh, you can choose your character. Uh, so at the beginning of the game, you play as Danny. Uh, you can either choose to be, I think it's male and female. It's 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 similar to Assassin's Creed. You can choose which character you play. So it'll be interesting to go back and do different playthroughs to see if you get different dialogue yeah. with with different characters. Both both characters are fully voice acted, which is really cool. So. Yeah, the I think this trailer showcased the female protagonist, right? Yeah, yeah, all the trailers are showcasing Danny, the female version. Uh, but you, there are screenshots of Danny, the male version. She looks uh, badass. Well. Yeah, she's hot. I'll Dude, be I, honest. I think I'll pl- I think I'll play her. I think she's she seems cool. Yeah, yeah. she looks awesome. And the little puppy at the end looked awesome. Yeah, you know? pets. You're going to have yeah. pets. In this you're going to have little, yeah. little wheelchair pets. pets. <laughs> and then, of course, the release date is October 7th. Uh, so it did get delayed quite a bit, but I think it's worth it. Is it's that looking a, really good. Is that a dangerous time to release a game? Or do you think they're just right before? Um, this game, probably <laughs> not because you're single player focused. Whereas yeah, the other games that come right out in that before. era are more multiplayer focused, like Call of Duty, stuff like that. Yeah. Know? Okay. Regardless, if you have not seen it, if you haven't checked it out, just go look up Far Cry 6 trailers, the ones that dropped this week. It'll get you hyped for the game. Super, super cool. And that brings us to the last segment of our show, the segment where we take your questions. Uh, we've got a couple questions this week. Let's start with, uh, in fact, let's just, take, let's just take two of these. Let's take Happy Mayo's first. Happy Mayo writes in and says, okay, boys, with Call of Duty Warzone's new patch, 80s action heroes, he says, I've never been so happy to pay for a virtual John McClane skin. What 80s action <laughs> hero would you like to see next? Mine would either be the Predator or Marty McFly. Marty McFly would be <laughs> hilarious and awesome. Uh, but let's start with Marty spicy, spicy. McFly. Wait, is are we limited to action? I, what was that question? Is it action? There's some action in Back to the Future. I guess, yeah. He yeah. punches He punches Biff in the, uh, in the shop. <laughs> Yeah, he yeah. does. <laughs> and then the he car chase scene, all that yeah, stuff. That's right. Yeah, right. He skateboards off. Yeah. 
Oh, man. There are so many characters. 80s, in my opinion, whether you like it or not, has some of the most awkwardly fantastic characters in movies. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I, I mean, you, you can... I mean, are we are we including sci-fi? I mean, let's let's take like your 80s. In, in between uh, episode five and six, uh, Luke Skywalker. Can I can I grab that? That's yeah. that's eighty two ish, nineteen eighty two to eighty five. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Can I can I have Luke Skywalker <laughs> be? In no, no, I don't. I don't think sci- I don't think you, I thought I thought you could do sci-fi, but. You could do action. What, well, what, what about this? 80, 80s movies. What, what about, about Harrison Ford in uh, Indiana Jones? Not at, well, yeah. in Indiana Jones. No, in uh, oh, Blade Runner. Hey. Can I oh, get, yeah. can I yeah. get Blade Runner in there? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you could do Blade Runner. I think. Okay, how about Gary this? Busey? That's the winner right there. <laughs> what about this? I I don't know if this is eighties, but what about Arnold Schwarzenegger, Conan, and then Red Sonia? Like those, because yeah. they were, I mean, that was, I don't know if that was 80s, but was they were, 70s. they that were close. Yeah. They were there to fight Red Sonia <laughs> go, and Conan, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Conan and, and Red I go, Sonia. I go Danny LaRusso, the karate kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to, let's uh, dial this into 80s action. Okay. 80s Rambo. Action. Yeah. Um, Rambo one, where he like gets discriminated against in the small town and then hides in the cave and kills everybody. Shave him dry. <laughs> yeah, Rambo one. That's first blood. Heck yeah, yeah, first blood. Rambo one. Yeah, shave him dry. You drew first I, you could, blood. You could go, you could go um, Patrick Swayze Roadhouse. Oh, oh yeah. What about Rocky? Oh, yeah. Rocky versus the Russian. Yeah, you could go Rocky. Rocky four. Yeah. Absolutely. That's in my... Uh, Not TV movie Rocky. Yeah, Rocky, Rocky, four. Rocky four. When the gloves meet each other, and they no, blow no. up. That's wait. I have got to go. Uh, Jean Claude Van Damme, Bloodsport. <laughs> yeah. That's mine. Okay, right. yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Did you ever see? Oh, it was done by Laser Unicorns. That's the the producer. Uh, it was made like ten years ago. Oh, I gotta I gotta search for it. Um, uh, chat help me out, but it's the, it's, the, it's like the eight, the most eighties action movie spoof I've oh, yeah, ever yeah. seen in my life. You oh, know yeah, what I'm yeah. talking about? He's, fight, he's like fighting like Nazis. He's fighting Nazis and arcades. Oh yeah. yeah. He's, got, yeah. he's basically like a hardcore karate kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want that guy in, in my game. That's, that's who I would play as. <laughs> yeah. That's the one where they call in Thor and all that. Yeah. yeah, that was, yeah. yeah. That was, yeah. That I, I can't remember uh, the name of that, but great question. Thank you very much, Happy Mail. That that is fun. That's super fun that Call of Duty is doing that. Uh, and I think character skins like that really make battle royales. So, well, do you know uh, how JJ? Sorry, oh, Sarah David. Do you know how cool it would be to have John McCain have a John McCain skin and then Hans like? And so John McCain, can, John McCain, or John Mc, McClain? You mean McClain. John McClain? Yeah. Sorry, sorry. What? John McCain was a congressman. <laughs> no, at, no. Uh, yeah. John McClain, <laughs> or a senator. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You know, uh, maybe we should, yeah. You know what? What if we had Congress? Congress BR. What if we had senators? Senators senators and... UN ambassadors. (laughs) That would be awesome. Oh, man. John McClane, yeah. Uh, But have John McClane and then Hans. Like, have the main protagonist and antagonist of of 80s movies. And apparently, congressmen. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, Congress BR or something like that, you know. 
Um, it's Mint says, <laughs> oh, Kung Fury. Did you already say Kung that? Fury. Kung that was a, Fury. That was the name Fury. of it, yeah. Thank you very much, It's Mint. Kung Fury, one of the greatest spoofs of action movies oh. of all time. Brian F. says it's all about the 80s teen movies. I would do, oh, what's the one where Michael J. Fox becomes a werewolf? Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. Teen oh, yeah, Wolf yeah, yeah. would be cool. <laughs> Before he goes to high school as a wolf. <laughs> Chad seriously wants that John McCain skin. Oh my also gosh. Bob Dole. Also Bob Dole. Also Bob Dole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get your UN ambassador skin today. <laughs> Greta Thunberg. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Just have him duke it out. Are they considered- a battle royale. Hey, here's a, a question. battle royale. Can you license that since they're public servants? Can you actually so like, you could just you could just do you could just change the name slightly. Yeah, like John McClain. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, because there is something to that. There's no, there absolutely is. something to I, have. I think a lot of people would get like a Congress VR. Red versus blue. Yeah, it's like, a, like a Congress VR, red versus blue. Yeah. <laughs> that would be survival of the fittest. Yeah, and then you have a and then you have like a third faction, the Supreme Court. <laughs> Yeah, the three, the three, the legislative, oh, executive, and the judiciary just go out. Like a, you would treat it like Star Wars Battlefront. The Supreme Court justices are like, yeah, they're your, they're your, they're your, they're your super. Oh my gosh! Well, you can do an RTS. You can do an RTS too, because you know in Starcraft you have the Zerg, the Protoss. And the Terran, you could have the, yeah. the ju- judiciary, executive, and the <laughs> Legislate, legislative, legislative branch. Just they all counter each other. Oh that my gosh. There's something to this. Yeah, this free ideas, everybody. Yeah. Developers. Ideas. Right? Yeah. Developers, <laughs> make, it, make it a thing. Yeah. I personally think the polish sticks should stay out of gaming. However, in this case, this would be amazing. Yeah. Well, I think that's yeah. the type of politics people would want. <laughs> to just yeah. kill each VR, other. VR, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Uh, Again, great question. Happy mail. Thank you very much for writing. Our next question that's so awesome. comes from Jay Drain. And Jay Drain writes in and says, first... Compliments on your audio quality. It's fantastic. Oh, thank you. He says, I listen to a number of gaming podcasts and I get frustrated and wish they all had your audio quality. Oh, well, thank, thank you very you. much, Jay Drain. Uh, he says, second, if you could cross any video game character with any video game tool or weapon, what would it be? He says, I'd like to see Master Chief with the portal gun from Portal. Oh, that's a good one. Por- the portal gun is one of my dream weapons to have yeah, in any game. Can you imagine Master, F- Master Chief with the uh, ability to flank like that? <laughs> <laughs> The Master Chief Flank. Yeah. The MCF. Um, Man, what are some... I would uh, like... Since we've seen the rocket backpack in Far Cry 6, I would like to see Mario with the rocket backpack. <laughs> Mario with the rocket... Speed, yeah. Speed running Bowser. Boom. So let's see. Uh, any game character with tool or weapon? Does... uh, What's that? Is it dead... Not Dead Rising. What's oh, the, you want you want the dildo that gun? gun? Yeah, you want that gun with Master have Chief. The, yeah, have Master Chief roll with the dildo gun. <laughs> that was that was quite <laughs> the <laughs> weapon. <laughs> uh, against the Covenant. <laughs> I mean, so we're allowed to even use uh, any game. Sure, any game. Yeah, yeah. Mm. What are some of the? Um, oh my gosh, my brain's broken. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Jordan, do you have any ideas? Oh no, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like what? Uh, I don't know. Um. Well, well. I mean, the CD gun. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Marcus Phoenix with Ooh. Mario's squirrel power up, <laughs> where he can jump and fly. <laughs> yeah, that would, imagine that. Or Mario 
With, with the gears gun. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah, with, <laughs> with, with the, the Lancer. With the yeah. Lancer. <laughs> Just cutting those Koopa uh. Troopas right in half. Oh, man. Uh. And he can third party, he, he can third person uh, crouch behind walls. <laughs> yeah, to take and blind fire. <laughs> blind fire. Uh. Oh, man. That would be cool. That's genius. Uh, as far as like utility tools, um, I mean. Okay. You know, I, I, I'm thinking of one more from like a gameplay standpoint. So I would take any character or any game with Apex's ping system. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, remember when we went from Apex to Tarkov and we were trying, yeah, we were like, we're trying to ping, ping each other? <laughs> Accidentally throwing grenades? Yeah. I just, anytime I get to talk about that, I think that's one of the best features that was ever put in a game. Yeah. Yeah. I, to- yeah. I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah, great question, Jay Drain. Thank you very much for writing in. Thank you very much for the kind words. Uh, it's Mint writes in and says, Hey, bros, console exclusives seem to be becoming more prevalent to drive console sales, and it can be great news for console users. But my question is, what Xbox exclusive would you trade for an exclusive from another platform? He says, I would swap Forza for Spider-Man on PlayStation. Let's, that's actually that's a good choice one. because we can still have the Horizon franchise. <laughs> so it's a loophole. Uh, hey, it's a yeah. it's mint, Dad's a loophole. They're very it's nice. I do want to keep Forza, but I do. I would, I would do Ori and the Blind Forest, straight across for Animal Crossing. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, Animal Crossing would be a good one. Um, hmm. I would do Fable for <laughs> God of War. The new God of Wars? Yeah. 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 Well, because we haven't had a fable in forever. So I don't care at this yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't seen the new one yet, so we don't know. Uh, Jordan, how about you? Oh, man, that's... All right, here we go. How about... I'm just going to pick a game exclusive that I've picked the least. Battletoads for... I don't know. There's a lot of good ones out there. Battletoads for think of any Nintendo IP for Zelda. Yeah, yeah, for for yeah. Battletoads. That, for Breath I don't of think the that's Wild. a straight trade though. No, I think for not, Breath of the Wild, not, no. you got to add like four or five into there. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. That's uh, not. That's not equal. What would, would be you a good trade? One? I mean, Zelda I, I for really Ma- wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Would you ever trade Zelda for Master Chief? No. I would just buy both. Zelda for for Halo. I mean. Uh, w- Okay. I don't think would I can, you, but those are two very good. You're making would it hard. You trade, would you trade Zelda for Gears? No. See, I think I would trade Zelda for Gears. This is, okay, Jordan, think of it this way. You can't play the one you trade for. Yeah, see, that's what's hard about it, because I like Gears. I know. And I like Halo, and I like Zelda. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I would go with It's Mint and poach off one of the Forza franchises. Through that loophole, and it's got to be equal. So it's got to be equal, though, right? Like, so it's got to be similarly sized popularity of franchises. Are we allowed to use Bethesda games at this point? I know they are exclusive. Well, they are. Uh, you yeah. can't go. Yeah, we can go Bethesda. All right. Okay. I would take Prey for. Uh, what was uh, what okay. was? There was one that I the wanted to. Oh, I would take Prey for Horizon. No, I don't think that's equal. Prey equal. is like uh Prey's like solid, but Horizon is w- much bigger to PlayStation than Prey will ever be to Xbox. I would take that trade. 
You're cheating. Well, of course you are. <laughs> you're cheating. Your opinion is wrong, stupid. <laughs> yeah. uh, what about like no, no. Wolfenstein for Horizon? Wolfenstein. Ooh. I would say like that has okay. Wolfenstein. Mm. Okay. How about this? How about this? Pray for Days Gone. I feel like those are similar in popularity because I I I would like to play Days Gone and uh, Wolfenstein for Horizon. Keep in mind, Horizon. Uh, just came out with their West There's demo second, yeah, this this, yeah. this week, and it looked looks dirty. Cool. Looks way yeah. cool. So <laughs> perfect dark for Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> which I actually love that game. Perfect dark for Pokemon. Perfect dark. Oh, Pokemon. No, oh. see, Pokemon's so big, you'd have to give up. You'd have to give It'd up. It'd have to be big. a big franchise to yeah. give that one. No, no, but I yeah. think I'd do that. I would do that. So. I would go pray for Days Gone. You guys remember Days Gone? It was the open world zombie okay, biker one. Okay. Pray yeah. for Days Gone. I feel like those are equal. Both very unpopular. <laughs> That's good. But good. <laughs> but good, yeah. Uh, I feel like they're no, both we don't sleeper need days gone. We don't need Days Gone. We have State of Decay. Well, but they're kind of, they're different. Yeah, I, I was state of, state of Decay for Days Gone. I don't gone. think, I actually think that, Jordan, you can't get a right answer for David. Yeah. Wolf, I think he's going to no, say no, you're no, no, stupid no, I think, I think David has seen the new trailer for the new Horizon game. Oh, it's good. Wolfenstein for Horizon. So we have Wolfenstein 1 and Wolfenstein 2 for Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon the Far West. What's hard about Bethesda is we've Ooh. not had them exclusive to Xbox, so like Speak for I don't feel ownership over them, you know? I do. As what? soon as they announce $7.5 billion, I feel ownership over them. <laughs> well, and we've pretty much played all these games, so like <laughs> yeah, yeah, with yeah. Jordan, I think he's totally biased on some of this because he's already played it, so he doesn't care. <laughs> like okay, Wolfenstein, okay, okay. Wolfenstein is great, but you play it once and it's, you know, it's a Yeah, here player. we go. The next Elder Scrolls exclusive no, to Xbox. No, 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 no. What no, do you no. trade for that, if anything? Nothing. Okay. That game is Halo, pure. It, let's go down the line then. That would be a Zelda one, right? Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I feel Breath like of the Wild 2, because I bet Breath of the Wild and Skyrim are essentially yeah. on the same tier. Of, but I don't know. A new Elder Scrolls game. I don't know if I'd want to give that up. I don't think I want to okay, give that up. Okay, let's go down the line. Halo Infinite. For what? Or what, what, Sony. What, do you give it up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the entire. I don't think I give up Halo Infinite either. This is very difficult, David. You're messing with our emotions here. I may be <laughs> persuaded to give up Gears. But you got to sweeten the deal. But yeah, you got to make it worth <laughs> worth it for me. Because I'm not talking about like, I'm talking about Gears as a franchise. Like, I think four and five. I think four and five. Yeah, I think four and five are really good. But Gears one through three, they were in my opinion, pretty close to perfect, you know, as a, as a whole, like that, that trilogy and four and five are really good too. And I'm excited to see what they do in six, but because we would give up gears tactics as well, which is also another really good game. Gears pops. I don't care about it all. Okay. Yeah. Let's get up. Give yeah, up gears up, pops. We'll for, give up gears pops for, uh, what's for, up for that, that for, PlayStation demo for, one with the bots, the robots, you know, Rapa. so, okay. How about a third? How about third party? So we, what third party game you have to take, you can take one and make it exclusive, but then you have to give an exclusive of equal value. Wait, what? You have to. So for instance, the, the if rules you are take, getting more and more complex. Okay. Okay. No, okay. No, yeah, yeah. okay so, I so got for one. Instance, go ahead. Let's see. I would take the battlefield franchise exclusive. Okay. And then what do you give up? I would give up. I'm trying to think like first person, because I wouldn't give up Halo. And then there's Gears of War, which I think is comparable. What no, else no, do but, we got? But it doesn't have to be. No, no, it doesn't, oh, have, it doesn't to be have to be exclusive. 
you could give up you could give up a third party. So oh, another you're giving third up a third party, party to goes, get a third party. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I will I will take the Battlefield franchise. I will give up the Battlefield franchise. Okay. okay. I will take oh, the oh, Battlefield okay. franchise and I would give up and I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this one. I'd give up the FIFA franchise. Ooh. Oh nice. yeah. I don't care about sports games. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. <laughs> but see, no, I'd keep Madden and I'd keep MLB, because MLB is now on the uh No, I would give so if we're doing third party, like pretending that they're yeah. exclusive, I would yeah, give yeah. up yeah, Battlefield yeah. to get Assassin's Creed. Really? Wow. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. We'll have to see what you say next month after the new Battlefield <laughs> oh, that's trailer. Very yeah. True. Yeah. That's very true. That's an interesting one because I Which, feel like Assassin's see... Creed, but I mean, Battlefield's the same way. Like one year they're a hit, the next year they're not. The next year after that they're a hit. And I feel know? like the last three Assassin's Creed have been awesome. They have been good, starting with Origins forward. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think they have nailed it. Every, when they just stopped caring. Yeah, yeah. whereas the last Battlefield 5, I think one was really good. Five was hit and miss, depending on the week and who was in charge of posting okay. stuff. What right, do you then. have to? What do you, what third party do you have to give up to get Grand Theft Auto? What's the oh. equivalent? Is there an equivalent? Red Dead. <laughs> no, no, no. Trust that's not an equivalent. Rockstar. Let's just say uh, Rockstar, right? No, the new Grand like Grand. Here we go. How about this? How about this? How about this? Yeah. I would take Grand Theft Auto and give up Far Cry. I don't think no, they're equal. It's not on the same. I don't they're think they're the I think they are, no, yeah. I think they are. Far Cry and something else. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you got to give up something else. Okay, Far this Cry. This is a two for one. Okay, Seriously, Grand Theft Auto is like one of the greatest. Okay, Far Cry. Like, I feel like you'd have to give up a Skyrim. Far like Cry Elder, Elder Scrolls. and Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, <laughs> you're going you're going through the discount bin to trade for the yeah. triple okay, A. No, no. Well, hey, no. Far Cry is a big series. Oh yeah, that's true. No, but it's not. But it's, it's not, not Grand Theft Grand Auto. Grand Theft Auto, the new like let's okay. say the new Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto, Auto okay. that we've never played. Okay, Grand Theft Auto Six, and I would give up Far Cry and Assassin's Creed. I can see that. See, those still, are that's pretty good. Because that's are, a fair deal. I, I'm not I, sure that I'm not sure. Good. You gotta. I mean, look at sales numbers between. I mean, far. I think Far Cry sells just as much and Assassin's Creed as Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto just has a more prestigious, you know, name. I guess because it's yeah. Rockstar. Yeah, I would make that trade. I would take. I would give those up and play a Rockstar game. See, see I'm new, sitting on the other side, and if I'm like, I feel bad. Those I'm are like both PlayStation <laughs> or. <laughs> if I'm PlayStation or Nintendo and I get those two as an exclusive, but I have to give up the exclusive of Grand Theft Auto, I don't think I do it. Yeah. No, see, that's what I'm saying. I would give those two up to take uh, the Rockstar game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, what would you give up, David? Yeah, this has all been about us. Let's talk about you. For a third party or first party? I told no, you no. already. I'd, yeah, I'd no, grab no, I want to cross to get baby. to oh, yeah, get yeah. Grand Theft Auto or let's just say Red Dead Redemption Three or whatever the next one of that is, right? To get those, get to get Rockstar. What would you give up? No, no, you got to go game. So okay, Grand, Grand, Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto, Auto 6. The, the new Grand Theft Auto Six, which will one day come out, I hope. At will. Yeah. They have all their uh, people on it. Like everybody's on that one. Yeah. That Rockstar has available. Well, yeah, because they. They, they are merged everything. Well, they develop it because the way they developed Red Dead Redemption 2 is the new way they're going to develop their games, which is all studios. They're yeah. all punching in at the same time anyway. going for that. Yeah, what would you I do? would take Grand Theft Auto 6 and I'd give up Call of Duty. Interesting. 
because Call of Duty does have like I think a following. That's, I think that's an equivalent trade. I, I think care. they're on the same. I think I they're on the same think, sphere. I, also I think, think they're top was, in their genres. What's that? I mean, I also I, think my I, trade was equivalent. But no, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, what, David or David? You're dumb. That's yeah. that's stupid. That's not an equal <laughs> trade. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think you got to go top tier like that for top well, tier. Well, no, no. If you look at numbers, I think I don't think Assassin's Creed and Far Cry are as high as Call of Duty, but I don't think they're as they're as big a gap as you would think. Because you got to, no, I mean, Far Cry and Assassin's Creed are high end AAA titles. That no, because you got to think if you're on the other end of that deal, I, you're not making that deal. But if you're on the other end of the deal of we got to give up Rockstar, but we get Call of Duty. That's that a big seems, deal. That seems fair. Yeah. And, but just by sheer audience. Yeah. Oh, and, well, and Rockstar, I mean, they're, that the last sheer 12 audience. years, they've been on the top five list for <laughs> one game. <laughs> you know? So. Hey, there you go. Uh, in chat, Dieter Pinklage said, Fusion Frenzy for WarioWare. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> Hey, that, great that was a really good question. Yeah, that's a good question. That's it's a hard been, one. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. It's a thinker. Uh, oh, yes, it's a thinker. Excuse me. Uh, we have one more. Let's let's do psychotics uh, question. Right. He says, "Hey, Brohims." He says, "I'm so excited for next weekend and meeting you all." That's right. He's going to Vegas, baby. My question this week is simple. Uh, oh, and is he coming to Utah? He's coming to Utah as well. Uh, I'm seeing more and more about Sony fanboys jumping ship and saying Xbox is a better console. Does this surprise you or was this expected slash intended by Microsoft to get more people in their ecosystem? Thanks for all you do and see you soon. Um, well, I know. I think PR wise, Sony has had a rough week because didn't the whole like bio mutant resolution thing come out, which wasn't so good. Then there was the the court case where Sony is holding back cross like they're charging developers to do cross play and that's who's holding back cross play. Uh, like I know I know PR wise they haven't had a good few weeks. Um, I think the reason that people are jump not I, and I don't think they're jumping ship. I think what you're seeing is people who own a also PlayStation picking up an Xbox, also picking up an Xbox. Yeah. And I think the the reason is Microsoft's value with Game Pass. I mean. Every third-party title is on there. Why would I? Why would you not have a Series S with a Game Pass and be playing all your third-party titles there? If you're a PlayStation fan, I think that's a. I think it is a strategy of Xbox. I think it's the power of of first mover advantage, yeah. being first in doing this, having years to set up not just a library of games, but then have a reputation and a brand yeah. that is Game Pass before anybody else does it. Uh, long before anybody else does it. I mean, think about Steam. Everybody's trying to copy Steam with like their summer discounts and Steam because they were first in still is considered the best place for PC gamers to purchase their games. It's actually kind of funny. Some people will not buy a game if it's not on Steam. Mm -hmm. It actually, I mean, I'm not, I'm not against those kind of people, but it actually like blows my mind. Well, <laughs> you know, what, like, what's interesting is probably 95% of my Steam library, I've never played. <laughs> yeah, because they're all like summer sales. They're all summer sale games. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah, I own that's the every Grand Theft Auto game ever. Even yeah, the my ones illustration, that I can't play my, my illustration of, of Steam is just to say that they branded them. They were no, first yeah, in, yeah. so they were ever to build that brand. And I think Xbox is doing the same thing with Game Pass. Yeah. And you've got to be careful about letting your competition own that own that marketplace. Yeah. And I'll be honest, 
Xbox has been getting a lot of good PR lately with the uh, like the rumors of of certain games being held back because of contractual agreements with like consoles and stuff. Whereas like the Xbox can run it higher, but they can't because it's you know not you know what I mean. I did, yeah. Didn't that happen with Resident Evil? Yeah, or something like that. Like they're saying, oh, no, it could have been. Was, no, well, you're right. It wasn't Resident Evil. It there was, was a game, game. There was a I, what was it where it was like, oh, Xbox can run it higher, but they're not going well, to because of yeah. So the developer, the, the story behind that is the developer came out and said in a tweet. Now I can't remember what it is, but we can look it up later. Uh, came out in a tweet and said, unfortunately, the PS5 will be only running this at this variable rate. Sorry. Um, and then one of the responses was. Oh, it sounds like Microsoft uh, paid their paid their checks this month, and then they responded with "I wish," right? And it, and it was the hardware just couldn't handle that game at full 4K, whereas the PlayStation Five needs to upscale it, so it's going to run at like 1440 and ups tried to upscale it with a lower frame rate, something like that. Whereas on the Xbox, it was like native. Or it something was like native that. Yeah. 4K, so they're the hardware of the Xbox is showcasing pretty pretty good yeah and you know that was i mean that's part of the whole sony having a bad week what i think well yeah and what i think is happening and and, i mean i don't think it's necessarily i think david's is the ultimate reason why i think the ecosystem of xbox is is at a high point right now but remember when the consoles first came out and 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 like when you got these third party games, Sony was kind of pulling ahead like, oh, the frame rate's really more, it's more stable here. It's this and that. I feel like in the last couple weeks to a month, that's almost been turning around. We've getting, we've been getting these newer games that are showing, a, and I'm not saying like a night and day difference, but are showing better performances on Xbox, which is helping. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, not, I mean, it's a good look for them, right? Yeah. PR doesn't hurt. Yeah. PR is leaning towards Xbox right, right now, yeah. which when it I makes mean, Xbox has had a drought yeah. ever since their first initial yeah. Xbox one E3. Well, and it makes sense. Cause remember Xbox says that they're trying to work with the devs. They're trying to make their dev kits a lot more user-friendly. They're 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 trying to do all this. And I think we're starting to get to that point where they're doing that. Uh, that was, I mean, that was the praise to Sony is their dev kits and their, their, how you make games on their platform was so streamlined and very user friendly to the developers. Right. So at, I, I th- at launch. Yeah. And yeah. I, so I think we're getting to that point where with Xbox, where they're starting, the developers are starting to get into that. Yeah. What would they're you say? Figuring out the yeah, hardware. Exactly. The just experience. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, well, and that's, I mean, we've talked about this before. For years, I actually think this is ever since Phil Spencer joined and yeah. became their head. Xbox, I, I feel like he went through on the whiteboard and said, okay, why are we not in first place? And write down the list and just start. Every time we fix this, check it off the list. Yeah. And I think over time, things have been lining up and things have been going over over that. And this is one of those cases the hardware so the hardware was difficult to streamline to optimize for our developers okay let's let's start getting these things pushed out to them let's even do things for them like the uh the frame rate updates yeah that FPS was on boost. The another, FPS boost another big pr move that a lot of people are happy with that was on microsoft sides not the dev side yeah, exactly and mm-hmm. i think they've just done a really good job at just trying to get rid of the negative list mm-hmm. and once you get rid of the negative list all that's left is the positive list mm-hmm. and i think microsoft over time this has been a long battle because of that initial e3 um i feel like this 
that list is getting smaller and smaller yeah. and people are starting to recognize that. Well, just the first party titles was on that list, yeah. you know, and ja- Japanese developers. And is just on that like, list, just right? like David said, they tried something risky and new and it's starting to work. The subscription service is going to push Microsoft ahead. Well, and, and again, like David said, the first mover advantage, do you think there will be another platform that will be able to compete heavily with but- Yes, because yes, I believe so, because they're going to be forced to. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we look at using David's example of Steam, Steam is dominant. I would say the next best one is probably Epic Games, and they're doing a lot of good stuff. But Steam is still big. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, and I don't know if you, when I feel like when you lead the charge, you know. Well, the yeah. problem with Epic, the problem with Epic Games is they should have named their client something else, I think. So... Because they're tied to, oh, that that's Epic Games or the Fortnite guys. Whereas Steam is Valve, but Steam is Steam. Steam is Steam yeah. doesn't have any like it's not tied well, to a game. Valve just stopped making games. Yeah, well, yeah, they yeah, focus, yeah, they focused yeah. on Steam, right? Yeah, and Dota. That's why we don't have Half Life. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's not but called if, the if, Valve launcher, right? I think if it was called the Valve launcher, they it, it, it's yeah, a marketing mistake. Yeah. I think Epic Games launcher is is or the you know the Epic well, Games you, store is a is a mistake because you limit yourself there. But well, I mean you know standpoint. I mean if you I mean because I when you jump into Epic Games like Epic Games has a lot of third party games that are on there. I mean they got Cyberpunk, they got a ton of games, right? But I guess when you think of Epic Games, do you think people think oh it's only Epic Games? I mean no, that, I, is, that is that is kind of what David's saying. But at the same time, if they named it something else, do you think it would have had as much clout? I mean, your Epic Games, if if you put a ton of money behind it, why not? I mean, anything, e- anything can have clout with money. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Epic had a brand, and that's probably why they use that as the name, the Epic Games yeah. launcher, because instantly you could recognize, oh, these these people are established. It's not some crazy Russian site. Yeah, yeah. That where I'm buying my games from. Yeah, well, you- for instance, I think Epic owns Unreal. I think you could have called the Unreal games or you know what i think you could have tied it to unreal and it would have a broader appeal yeah i mean you can get unreal through epic games launcher that's right there it's on the well and i'll tell you this what epic games does i think they do it the best those free games that they give out like what was it battlefront 2 uh, a couple weeks ago i mean yeah yeah, they're they're real big games and i mean battlefront 2 is a is a ea owned game that now epic games gave away for free for the the week also grand theft auto 5 i think they did i do i have grand theft auto 5 on the pc now because i have it i got it through epic games I also think what what Epic Games Store does really well is it looks better. It looks so much better than Steam. It is clean. Like it's yeah. organized. It's clean. Yeah. And, and you know I like sex appeal. <laughs> we do. We yeah. definitely do. So it's a great question. Thank you very much, Psychotic, for writing in. That does us for this week, everybody. Next week I will be in studio. He's sick. I'm sick. Actually, yeah, you are here. Remember, I'm scratching your back yeah. right there. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Guys, uh, we are doing videos that drop over on YouTube. They're supposed to drop daily, but I got six. They didn't drop daily this week, but we had we had two or three really good ones. Jordan's streaming on YouTube. Come follow us over there. YouTube.com forward slash X1 Bros. Rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever podcasts are. We'll see you guys next week.